Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Happy American Thanksgiving, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Sportser Show, brought to you by the Sportser.com. My name is Jim Parsons. Norman's going to be joining me in a second here, but we're going to be talking about AEW Full Gear, we're going to talk about AEW Dynamite, we're going to talk about the Survivor Series pay-per-view, which is coming up on Saturday for WWE, make our predictions for that, talk about the card and all sorts of fun stuff, so we hope you enjoy. This is going to be, well, the final podcast before Survivor Series, so when we come back, we'll be talking about what happened. Enjoy the episode, don't forget, listen, share, subscribe, download, uh, put an Apple rating, a uh, five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. All of that is super helpful for us. But sit back for the next uh, 20 minutes or so, 25 minutes, and enjoy this episode of The Sportster Show. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Sports Show brought to you by thesports.com. Jim Parsons here with you on a, what are we at? Thursday, November 24th. And Norman Quarantine is on the other end of the microphone. Norman, how are you? I'm good, man. I can't believe you couldn't remember the day. It's, it's American Thanksgiving. It's the most I, important day of the year in the whole world. Is it always on the same day? Is it always uh, on the 24th? No, no, it's always, it's always, wait, okay, listen, neither of us is American, so let's caveat that quickly. Yes. No, I'm Canadian. Uh, I'm Canadian. You live in the States, so you, yeah. you, you should know more than me, but. It's, the, it's always the, I believe it's the last Thursday of November. It's always okay. the last Thursday of November. That's what I thought it was. So I was like, well, why would I know the day number with the Thanksgiving holiday? But no, I did. I had to cheat. I had to look down at my computer and go, oh yeah, it's the 24th today. Yeah. But I did know that it was Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody uh especially those american listeners out there who are going to mm-hmm. be celebrating today we hope that you enjoy have a fancy meal and uh, get nice and full Hell okay yeah. uh and maybe watch a little football mm-hmm. that's usually how it works on thanksgiving for americans isn't it oh yeah Let, definitely 
Let's get into some of the wrestling chatter. We've got a few things to cover. We've got to cover the results from Full Gear. We're going to cover AEW Dynamite, which happened yesterday. And then we're going to talk a little bit about Survivor Series for WWE, which is this Saturday. Not quite a finalized card, we don't think. Uh, We imagine there's going to be at least one or two more matches on here. There's Mm -hmm. one person missing from one of the key matches. And there's some talk about who that's going to be. So what do you want to do? Do you want to start with Full Gear? Because that's what's happened Um the latest in the past and it yeah yeah let's start, yeah let's start with AEW and then we'll move we'll move into wwe territory after okay well we won't necessarily cover every match from the card but we'll cover the big news obviously the biggest news is that mjf is now the aew world champion he beats john moxley uh with a little help from william regal which is setting up the opening segment of dynamite on wednesday what is are you surprised? We both figured probably MJF was going to win this thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I was a little surprised by the heel turn of William Regal. Uh, don't know if I love it, but what mm. do you think? Do you like the idea of MJF as a champion aligned with Regal? Yeah, um, I don't hate it. I definitely think there's a lot of potential there. Um, it's funny because I feel like when we when we posted the results on our you know various social channels the sports to social channels we had a, i don't know if you noticed but there was a lot of comments of people saying that it was super, it was very predictable and very obvious um like a very obvious ending and booking result um i don't remember a lot of people predicting that uh so i, I it, it felt like it might have been a case of people saying that it was predictable but not actually saying not actually predicting it beforehand kind of thing Mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean in hindsight it was you know all the pieces fit together so why not why not pull the trigger on that yeah um but yeah i think it's a, it's smart to have mjf as champ right now um and of course he is a AEW homegrown talent um and i think tony khan is very um keen on trying to create as many of his own stars and not rely and not rely too as heavily on former WWE talent as he has been. So yeah, I think it's smart. Yeah, the the whole William Regal thing, uh, they certainly set it up, you know, whether or not people predicted it or not, they absolutely mm-hmm. you should have seen it coming. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they did talk about his history, the emails, how he just crushed MJF as a person and as a young young lad growing up trying to get make it in the wrestling business and so all the like you said all the pieces were there uh Mm -hmm. so it shouldn't have been a shock to anybody i guess Mm -hmm. it's more shocking that william regal has abandoned the blackpool conlag club which is kind of a big deal in aew so uh we'll talk about that in a minute here but yeah i'm not surprised mgf's the champion i think it's a good idea it'll be interesting to see how this relationship between regal and mgf kind of goes uh especially after wednesday's dynamite I'm assuming Regal's coming back, but John Moxley told him not to. So we'll see. Uh, the other big news, obviously, Jamie Hayter is now the AEW Women's Champion. Again, more developments from this on Wednesday's Dynamite. We'll talk about that, too. Uh, she beats Tony Storm. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm surprised at this or not. I think Jamie Hayter's probably deserving of this. I feel Tony Storm's run as the AEW Women's Champion was kind of overshadowed by this whole interim thing and what was going on with Thunder Rosa. I don't know that they properly built up Tony Storm to have her have a run with the title, but I think maybe Jamie Hayter, and then which I'm assuming will probably lead into a feud with Britt Baker at some point, uh, Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense here. So I like this decision. What about you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, It felt, I mean, first of all, the the match at Full Gear was phenomenal. It was one of the best AEW women's matches I can remember. It was one of the best matches. It might have been my favorite match on the card, to be honest with you. It was absolutely brilliant. Super physical. 
Yes, very physical. And, you know, they, then they, these two, they're not strangers. They've, they've uh, shared rings together, I believe, in, in Japan for stardom and, and stuff, possibly in the UK as well. Um, and they had a lot of chemistry, really, really, really solid, hard-hitting match. Uh, loved it, loved every second of it. And, and yeah, the right call was made. I think during the match, I wasn't certain that Hater was going to win. And I thought that if she, if the plan wasn't for her to win, then an audible should have been call, called for her, for, for her to win. But mm-hmm. um, I think in hindsight, it seems that maybe it was probably the plan all along. And yeah, good decision. And then on Dynamite, it was confirmed that Hater is officially the lineal AEW Women's Champion. She's no longer the interim champion. And retroactively, Tony Storm, I believe, has been declared the lineal Women's Champion. So her reign, uh, Tony Storm's Women's Championship reign, won't be recognized as an interim reign, which is which is good. But then it makes you wonder why they just didn't do that earlier. Yeah, who knows? I mean, maybe they figured Thunder Rosa wouldn't be out as long as she has been out. I'm, I'm not really sure, but Tony Khan tends to overcomplicate these things. You know, tournaments <laughs> out of nowhere very quickly where the results have to go this way, and then there's a match here, and there's something over there, and there's, I mean, there's what, 40, t- 40 champions on this roster. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but not yeah. by much. Right. There's a lot of people holding titles, so he tends to do this, and then I'm sure he's probably walked back and said, what am I doing? Right? So, right, yeah. anything's fixable, I suppose. Um <clears throat> as long as you get it on the right person and you just make things less complicated moving forward. So I'm with you on Jamie hater. Um, we saw the elite versus death triangle in a trios championship match, which has now been turned into a best of seven series. Right. And the elite lose the first one and then mm-hmm. lose the second one mm-hmm. uh, on dynamite hammers involved in both of these. Right. Not really sure why exactly. I don't mm-hmm. know if they're just trying to protect both of these teams throughout a seven series match, which I think is a mistake. Right. How are you going to protect each one of these teams? The, the, if you're going to have seven matches, you have to be prepared for each of these teams to lose three or four times. Like, mm-hmm. and they got to lose. Like you can't right. just keep hitting somebody with a hammer and then going, Oh, well, you know, Mega's out. Okay. Well mm-hmm. now Matt Jackson's out or whomever. It seems like crazy booking to me, but yeah. I like the idea of a series mm-hmm. seven um between these two teams yeah i'm just not sure if they're finishing these matches in the right way we'll see how this continues on but yeah. we did say on the last show that if the elite lose maybe that suggests that they're not quite out of hot water in aw mm. but then the way that they've been acting about cm punk and their moves and stuff i'm not really sure what do you make of all of this yeah i so first of all i thought the um the full gear match was a lot of fun like re- i i enjoyed it a lot um yeah, Death Triangle, uh, so much chemistry there. And, and it was great to have the Elite back. Obviously, their entrance was brilliant. They came out to uh, carry on carry on my way with Sun by Kansas. Uh, um, and they also came out to that again on Dynamite, which surprised me. So I think that now we now know that Tony has probably shelled out for the license for that. Um, so yeah, they're, they're, they're back and they're energized and they're looking good. They were very, very excited. They were not doing anything to diminish or sort of quell the anti-cm punk re- uh, rhetoric uh coming from emanating from the from the crowd um and why you know why would they uh so yeah good match the best of seven thing yeah not sure how i feel about it i feel like there is a way to book it so that it works and that it's enjoyable and that it's fun um we'll see if they do that personally i feel like they should do a bit of a swerve and have, and they should have done a bit of a swerve and had it be a best of seven series, but just have death triangle win four in a row. And you know what I mean? And then that's it. Yeah. I mean, me, 
maybe they will. Yeah. That like, it's still certainly possible. Like that if this is some part of their punishment, uh, assuming this is even a punishment, maybe we don't really know what's going on there, but um, yeah, that would be something if they just said, you know what, you're going to have to take your lumps on this. You're losing four in a row and then we'll move on and everybody mm-hmm. can just call it a day. But uh, the hammer stuff, making them lose it was just, if you're going to do that, if that's what they're doing, just pin them like four times. But anyway, um, we'll see where this goes. We should probably talk about the shots though, that Kenny Omega is taking and the leader taking at CM Punk, um, especially at, even after Dynamite, where they're talking sort of about, oh, okay, let's just move on. This is not really a thing. Why are we still talking about this? But every move that they make, the the GTS, the fall, the failed, um, what's the move where it flips over the rope? What am I, I'm brain farting on this. Uh, the the clothesline. The, oh, the uh, the buckshot lariat. The buckshot lariat, where he yeah. falls on his butt because CM Punk wasn't able to pull that off. And then on social media, where they say, hey, thanks for paying Ode and tribute to Kenta. And then Kenny Omega obviously responds because the GTS was just more of a Kenta move than it was a Punk move. But Punk is the one who made it famous because he did it in WWE. And so they're continually taking shots at CM Punk here. Is this a mistake? Like, is this just something that you think they're doing because they're in Chicago? Or is this just something that we're going to probably see moving forward here until all of the CM Punk stuff gets settled? um great question part of me really really wants this to be um part of a storyline part of a work um and that punk is coming back and that we are going to get a um i mean i a a punk kenny omega feud with no title involved i think actually could potentially be very i mean i don't think it's even (laughs) much of a hot take to say that that could be a a big a big uh, that will put butts in seats basically Mm -hmm. um i'd love to see that i don't know we're still i think most people tend to be leaning towards punk being done with aw although i think if that was true i feel like we would know by now um so yeah part of me i'm still a little bit 50 50 on this but yeah i i I hope that they. I hope that there is a purpose to this, and that there is an end goal to to these uh, punk uh, references that 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 Kenny and the Bucks are doing. Well, if if they are not done with punk, but they are done, if you know where I'm going with this, like if if they're not letting anybody know that they're finished, but they are really just saying we're done, we're not mm-hmm. doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it has a lot to do with WWE. Now, I would, and I've mentioned this before, I would not bring Punk back into WWE if I were WWE. But it does sound like they might be considering that if he does free himself up, if his contract is finished with AEW. But why, if you're Tony Khan, would you want to free up CM Punk right before a major pay-per-view for WWE, like Survivor Series? Why would you want to do it before like a WrestleMania where maybe you could book CM Punk on WrestleMania? Like, I could see why AEW is not saying anything if that's where this is going. I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's where this is going, but... I certainly wouldn't want to be broadcasting that you're finished with CM Punk. Oh, and by the way, now that we're done, go feel free to sign wherever you want, including right. WWE, where they clearly do not want him to go. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that could be something, but I still don't believe he's going to WWE no matter what happens here. But um, yeah, who knows? You're right. It could be an absolute work. It could be something where they're just giving it time and Punk will be back, but that he's showing up to announce for MMA stuff. And he seems to be making light of the locker room drama. Who knows? It's really yeah. hard to tell. Yeah. What about the uh, Swerve in Our Glory split? We assume that they're officially done now. Uh, Strickland smacks Keith Lee. Keith Lee takes off, and the Acclaim retain their championships. It looks like that tag team is finished. Yeah. Any thoughts um, on that? Yeah, I'm more into I'm more into the the uh, the concept of a Keith Lee Swerve feud than I am a Keith Lee Swerve tag team. So yeah, um, 
looking forward to seeing the these 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 guys uh you know go one on one a couple of times for sure Chris Jericho, we don't need to really talk about it, but he retains the Ring of Honor World Championship. We mm. talked about him last week. Right. Samoa Joe is now the TNT champion mm-hmm. uh, along with his own title. So he's got two belts. Uh, right. I'm a little surprised by this. I figured, you know, this was going to go Wardlow's way. Uh, yeah. But Samoa Joe gets both belts here. Yeah. So now Joe has two titles. This match was uh, okay. Um, obviously Joe, uh, it was, it was, it was Hobbs who, who he, who, who Joe choked out technical submission. Um, so Wardlow was kind of protected there, but yeah, Wardlow, the, the end of the day, he had a title and now he doesn't. Um, and we have talked before on here about how they kind of botched his, his momentum a little bit. Uh, hopefully there, he lost that so he can go into a feud with MJF. Um, I don't know why he had to lose the TNT title to feud with the, with the, with the AW champion. Uh, but you know, maybe we'll see where they're going with it. Yeah. Uh, Jade Cargill, still the champion jungle mm. boy with a pretty big win over Luchasaurus. Yeah. Good uh, match he, that. Yeah. That was a good cage match. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one probably we're talking about here. We could skip over some of this other stuff, but the Britt Baker Soraya match, which we were talking about last week on the mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. we had said this could either be really, obviously I had said either be really good or really not very good. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, it was okay. I didn't yeah. Think... Actually ends up being, end up being fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. It certainly wasn't uh, one of those matches you remember and go, "Oh yeah, that was top notch." But it wasn't nearly as big of a train wreck and as it, it could have been. Right, and I did kind of express. So I love Britt Baker, and I think she's phenomenal. I don't, I don't know necessarily that she was the perfect. I think that's like a, a good marquee match, right? Britt Baker versus versus Soraya. But I don't know that Britt Baker is quite the the, the workhorse that you you need to carry someone who hasn't wrestled for in five years um i think there are some uh, you know if thunder rosa wasn't wasn't injured i think she might have been maybe a better a, a better choice uh if that was f- for that specific purpose um or even uh serena deeb honestly i think would have been the the best the best choice uh for, for to, to get a, a really good match out of soraya who hasn't wrestled in five years but um you know she's she's not done so yeah we'll see where it goes well i was just gonna say where do you think it goes next is that because uh, i'm assuming Britt baker and jamie Hayter are gonna have a program What's going to happen here with Sarai? Where do you think she goes? Yeah, I think she's probably going to... It seems like they're going to ease her into it a little bit. I, I could see her doing the maybe the Ricky Stark schedule or the maybe even the Sting schedule. Um, so yeah, I'm guessing her next... Uh, yeah, I'm guessing we might... I'm, I don't think maybe... I don't think we... I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Sarai wrestle until the next pay-per-view. Um, who, that, who that is, I don't know. Maybe she... Yeah, I don't know. Who can say? <laughs> maybe yeah. someone, maybe someone like Riho. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll find out. Somebody who can help her continually have good matches. That's the key, right? Just making sure that she looks good. Right. Uh, in, in the should ring. be Serena Deep. I mean, that would. I personally, I think that's what I would want to see uh, next. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Someone, yeah, probably the most experienced uh, female on that roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else we're talking about? Any other takeaways from Full Gear that we should mention? Um, well, another another sort of fun fun and shockingly spry performance from sting uh we've we've you know we know what we're gonna get now uh it was fun to see jeff jarrett back um but yeah right result there what we that's kind of how what we how we called it um and then yeah so that i mean that's basically it for for full gear there was more stuff if we had time we would go into it but then on on uh 
on were we going to talk about dynamite and the, the yeah. return yeah yeah we'll, we'll we'll kind of quickly go through that i mean the yeah. tomohiro ishii versus chris jericho match was a big main event long one but jericho retains there mm. uh, orange cassidy versus jake hager uh not anything really newsworthy out of that one the tournament finals ricky starks versus ethan page uh the trios champion match two in the series of seven and the william regal promo uh plus there's jade cargill's working a program with bow wow so i mean i don't know exactly where that's all going but yeah the the big ones for me were the regal the regal promo i thought was really strange the interaction between brian danielson and john moxley i'm not sure i loved it um and the um the House of Black return, I thought was pretty cool. So yeah, the House of Black returned after the um after the Orange Cassidy Jake Hager match, and that was good. Be- that was interesting because I think I think we knew that that uh, Malachi Black had re- had re- returned and had figured something out mm-hmm. because uh, if you remember back in September, he he re- admitted that he requested his release and wanted to take some time off, and it seems like Tony Khan probably just said, "Hey man, you can take some time off, but you don't have." <laughs> I'm not, you don't, I don't have to cancel your contract for you to take some time off, you know? Right. So yeah. So they're back and uh, that's good. Cause I, I was, it was very disappointing when I, when I thought that they were going to be disbanded because I think the, at the, at right now, I think the, the, as a stable, they're great. It's greater than the sum of its parts. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to say AEW is way too many factions, but this is a faction I like. Like mm-hmm. House of Black is a faction that I can get behind. It's, it makes sense. It's got a nice, like a good theme. They're, maybe AEW's version of judgment day judgment day is WWE's version of house of black. So they're, they make a lot of sense, but they're a little bit more established. They make a lot more sense together. Like these are three and now four, um, with Julia, they're, they're like, they just really make a lot of sense as a group. Yeah, and, and Julie Hart being there, I think really does. She really does bring something to that, uh, to that, that group. I, I, yeah, I really like her being a part of that group for sure. what did you make of the William Regal promo? Like the Brian Danielson stuff where he's smacking John Moxley around. He's talking about his father's struggles and I love this man. So spare him and love. Mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I just I had a hard time. Like Danielson's really good. He's a promo yeah. guy. Like he's really solid. This was not one of his better moments to me. No, it was a bit melodramatic in it in a sort of corny way. Um, not the not the best way to open the show. Um and yeah, the crowd didn't really seem to be that. I don't know. I can't really. It was a bit of a weird reaction from the crowd too. Um, yeah. It was interesting to say the least. Hopefully, they course correct after seeing the reactions to it. And yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you know, as I as I often say, I guess let it play out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a weird. It just felt really forced. Like he just kept saying, "My father struggles. My father struggles." My like he said it like eight times. It was. Just a strange. Then they smacking Moxley in the face, trying to get his attention. Is it was just really odd. It was yeah. a strange decision to, to felt, do that. Yeah, it was creatively. a bit weird. It felt like a kind of I don't know. Yeah, it felt like a sort of I don't know. It almost felt like a weird WWE segment. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was very soap opery. Like that's mm-hmm. that was certainly that, which is not often what you see in AEW. And maybe they don't do it for a reason because maybe they're not so good at writing that stuff. But like, right. I don't really sure. Uh, maybe we should switch gears in the time that we have left here to talk a little bit about Survivor Series. Uh, that's coming up here on Saturday for WWE. Uh, big card, but not a ton of matches on it. You know, mm-hmm. War Games men and women's match. Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, and Austin Theory in a triple threat match for the United States title. And AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. That's the officially booked card at this point. 
The women's match is still missing one member of Bianca Belair's team. So where should we start? What do you want to, of these five matches uh, that we know of, where do you want to yeah, start? Yeah, let's just start. Let's go, let's do the War Games matches last. So I guess, you know, Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi, I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on that. Uh, it's a, it seems like a foregone conclusion. Shotzi's great. I think I find her very entertaining, but I think this is maybe... Um, too soon to be unpredictable uh, uh if that makes sense uh, a little bit too soon in her main roster career and i don't think she i think they've done a pretty good job of um giving her some momentum but overall this year she's it's been a little bit patchy for her in booking wise um so yeah this this match is pretty a foregone conclusion so i don't think we really need to talk about that it seems like ronda rousey is gonna you know gonna retain yeah, everything leading up to it's been predictable like i said last week shana baser is gonna lose on friday uh, with a quick something, whatever. And that's exactly what happened. She got rolled up, which I think is a terrible decision, but that's not my decision to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've been seeing how this is going to go. It shouldn't change. The, the path for this won't change. Ronda Rousey is going to win this one pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not know what will probably happen in the United States Championship right. match, just simply because of the way that they're pushing Austin Theory now as a very serious heel with a real attitude uh, they've taken away the whole goofy cell phone thing and they're really pushing them. Uh, I don't know why you would take this off of Seth Rollins. He still has it. It's still fairly fresh. He's the United States champion. So he's probably going to walk out of this, you know, by the skin of his teeth and pick up a win stomping somebody. But I don't know who you pin or who you have lose this one. That's the key for me. It's like Lashley's the dominant force. He's back to being a heel. Do you want him losing? Uh, Austin Theory, you're trying to push, make him a serious threat. Do you want him losing? Like who loses here? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Theory wins this, honestly. To, uh, uh, but who, yeah, who can say? Um, likely that Rollins retains and just pins Theory. But yeah, um, I would, again, I wouldn't be super shocked if Theory was to win by sneakily uh, pinning, maybe probably Lashley or something like that. Like maybe, maybe Rollins does all the hard work and Theory sneaks in with the pin. Yeah, that could be. There is probably going to be something quick, right? Like mm-hmm. a bunch of chaos, and then somebody picks up a fast win just for the surprise. Unless it's Lashley who wins, and then I don't think that happens. But right. um, what about AJ Styles and Finn Balor? This could go either way for me. Uh, I have a feeling that the factions will be a major contributor to the outcome of this. They are not in a Survivor Series traditional match. Mm-hmm. It's just a singles bout between these two, but I still think it's probably going to feel a lot like a Survivor Series match. In fact... This is a bold prediction on my part. I wouldn't be shocked if it started as a singles match and turned into a Survivor Series match. But yeah. I don't think that's what they'll do. Mm. But I would consider it if I'm WWE because this is Survivor Series after all. And they have all the parts to make that work. Uh, even if Rhea Ripley's got it and Mia Yim, who is no longer Meechin, is back to Mia Yim again, um, <laughs> is wrestling twice. Like, right. I'd still do it. But where do you think this goes? What happens here? Yeah, I um yeah, it's, it's I I really can't I really can't tell. I think Judgment Day they are trying to build them up as a as a sort of formidable heel faction and they did a pretty good job of that at um at SummerSlam, right? Uh we after SummerSlam, I believe we were all talking about how that was actually they they did for Judgment Day what they needed to do. Um and again with the with the Dominic turn and all that um yeah i think it i think i i agree i think this should be i would have this should have been a survive like they should have just made this a traditional survivor series match but with you know like a mixed survivor series match maybe put someone else uh 
in the Mia Yim slot in the women's war games match. But yeah, this is a, kind of a tough one to see where it's going to go. But um, yeah, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I just for the sake of predicting somebody, I'll say AJ Styles gets the win here. Mm. Uh, but I, it really could go either way for me. Yeah. As far I'll as say the... Ballard. I'll say Ballard then just for okay. the just for the sake of argument. Yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> uh for the men's war game match, we'll start with that just simply because the women's one doesn't have all the participants and we'll finish the show that way. But uh men's war game match, I'm really looking forward to this actually. I think the teams are very, very interesting. Should be a very physical match. I think all of the members on both sides are quite hot right now. I think the Brawling Brutes are really popular. Kevin Owens, the pop he got when he came back. Drew McIntyre's always at the top of the card. And the bloodline is probably the most over thing in wrestling right now, especially mm-hmm. Sami Zayn. So there's a lot of uh, moving parts to this match, which I think will be very, very interesting how mm-hmm. they book this. Like I can see Butch, uh, Butch and Ridge Holland going, you know, fairly traditionally and being eliminated. Same with like uh, Jimmy Uso or whatever. I don't know how they're going to get rid of Sami Zayn. Mm. I don't know if you have Roman Reigns as a sole survivor or what you do here. Um, so how those eliminations, or I guess it's not really a traditional Survivor Series match in that sense, because it is war games. So I'm not really sure what I'm thinking there. But um, yeah, I don't know how they're going to book this. Like, how do you yeah. how do you keep all 10 people really hot? Actually, um, yeah. Is there that? are there eliminate are there eliminations in a war games match? No, I, I don't think remember. so. What, yeah. Because <laughs> the, the match doesn't officially start until all 10 people are in the ring. Right. And yeah. then whoever gets the win, I think, mm. is what happens. I don't remember. I, you know, that's a good question. Like, I feel like I feel like it might have been. I feel like they I could be wrong. I feel like they've done both. I feel like there have been w- elimination war games matches, but maybe I, I mean it's just a Mandela effect. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think they've outlined the the rule. I would have to look. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna assume it's just everybody's in, there's a major fight, and then there's a pin. Um, I mean, we cover wrestling for a living, but you know, it's so nebulous that um it's difficult to to know some of these things for certain, you know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So forgiveness. Anyway, um, um what do you think? What what's the outcome here? I mean, which team Yeah, this? I would Is love it, it if the brawling I no, I think I would love it if the brawling brutes got a win here. I think that that would send I I'm imagining this is going to be the main event. I think that would send the fans home happy. It would show that Roman Reigns is uh beatable. Um and start to sow the seeds of of that. Um, I like the the I like the teams. I like the mixture. I like that you've got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on either side. Obviously, that's always entertaining. Um, yeah, good good mix of 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 representation here as well. You got Irish, English, Scottish, Canadian, and um, Polynesian American. And uh, yeah, I'm 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 excited to see this. I, I think it's gonna I, I potentially could be absolutely off the charts in in. Yeah, I think it's going to be an absolute, you know, an absolute uh, a war. <laughs> mm-hmm. I yeah. yeah, as far as matches go, it's going to uh, to me and this no disrespect to the women's match, but I think this match will be off the charts way better than the mm-hmm. women's match we're going to see. But the women's match has another component here that the men's doesn't, which is it's missing a team member. We're going to find out who that person is on Friday. And then there's that buzz heading into the set, the pay-per-view the next day. Mm-hmm. The talk here is that it's Becky Lynch, mm, um, yeah. that she's going to be a member of Bianca Belair's team, which makes a lot of sense storyline wise, because mm-hmm. when she left, she was buddy, buddy with Bianca Belair. Um, I didn't know she was going to be back in time for Survivor Series. It sounded like originally the injury was going to keep her out to the Royal Rumble, which is another what month and a half away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's coming back pretty quick. Uh, do you think it's Becky Lynch? Do you think it's somebody else? Um. Well, some some people were speculating there might be Sasha Banks because there was some blue hair on the poster or something like that. Um, 
I'll be I'll be shocked if it's if it's Sasha, and I actually don't think that would be a particularly good way for her to return, lost in the sort of chaos of a of a war games match. Um, so yeah, I'll go with Becky Lynch. Yeah, and who who do you think if it is Becky Lynch, is she kind of the deciding factor in this? Is she going to be the reason that Bianca Belair's team is victorious here, or does that is that the difference maker? Like, who is the fifth member? Or does that change the outcome? um that's a good question you know yeah uh can damage control i look bailey i feel like needs um i feel like bailey needs some 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 wins and some momentum here um so it wouldn't i wouldn't be shocked if bailey somehow leads damage control and cross and ripley to to victory i mean these are the this is kind of the issue with these war games matches um is that you have to throw these you've sort of get, got to get these teams together and i don't know that like uh, in storyline to me it doesn't make sense that Rhea Ripley would would align with with damage control because I feel like she's got the judgment day and and to her, in her you know it for the in the in the in the law of WWE judgment day is the one true group so why would she sort of lower herself to to other other groups um but yeah I I just to if make a prediction I'm just going to go with damage control here and I don't think the yeah, so I don't think the mystery uh, partner is going to really be be the game changer. I think it's going to be so. I I mean, it has at this point, there has to be someone big, you know. Yeah, you can't you can't be promoting Friday SmackDown, and and no disrespect, no offense to Dana Brooke or Carmella or whomever uh, might be an option. Right. You can't have Ray, that person yeah. be the big reveal. When you didn't announce it on the Monday, you're bringing that news to Friday, and it's a day before the pay per view. Sorry, that just isn't enough. Right? right. You, you have it's either got to be Banks, it's got to be Naomi, it's got to be Becky Lynch, it's got to be Charlotte Flair, it's right. got to be one of those four people. Could right? I, yeah, it has to. It should be. I, I think potentially if it's someone from NXT, that could potentially uh, they might they they might get away with it a little bit there. But yeah, um, well, it would again, have to be somebody pretty big, like somebody who's yeah. got some name recognition from NXT or a former WWE person that they're bringing back. Right. Like, I could see that too. But mm-hmm. if you're bringing somebody who regularly wrestles on the NXT roster up, I don't think that's enough either. Maybe it's, maybe you. it's Serena D. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would love that, but yeah, <laughs> that'd be something else. Yeah. Um, I, so I'm reading, by the way, I'm reading the rules here and it says uh, both teams will alternate until all members are inside the cage. Once all competitors are inside, the match will officially begin compared to a steel cage match competitors won't gain a victory if they escape the cage once the match officially starts those who exit the structure will cause a disqualification for their entire mm. team the only way to win a war games match is to pin or submit the opponent right okay so, so yeah there is no listing here on the traditional survivor series rules where people can be eliminated as you go so mm. i'm under the assumption here it's one pin or one submission mm-hmm. and that's the the team who wins so sounds right yeah so I think that didn't change because it's Survivor Series. I think it's just traditional war games rules where everybody's got to get in and it starts and whoever wins, wins. So it'll be interesting. I think it'll be good. Now, we had talked before we came on here that we thought maybe they would ma- add another match or two. Um, do you foresee anything that we have not heard about yet that should be on this card? Yeah, or? I can't think of any matches off the top of my head, but I'm I'm sure they will add a couple of matches and there'll certainly be a pre-show match, at least one, right? So um, Yeah, like yeah. a Strowman and Omos and those guys aren't on the cards yet. Uh, there's always yeah. a tag team match because there's a lot of tag teams in WWE that because this, the Usos are the champions, they're not really doing anything. So um, yeah, there could be some additions here, but I don't know right. what it would be. It'd be. Yeah. Very interesting to see where it goes. 
Anyway, Norman, it's going to be a fun one to see. I'm assuming you'll get the chance to watch it on Saturday, as will I, and Mm -hmm. probably on the next show, run through the results of Survivor Series. We'll see where everything in AEW goes uh, when it comes to MJF, because he's going to be on Dynamite next week with, I'm assuming, William Regal. So we'll probably talk about that, too. Uh, For everybody else, though, who's been listening to this, we appreciate you doing so. Uh, Check us out on thesportster.com. Uh, you can download, subscribe, and listen to this podcast. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And we appreciate you tuning in every week. Share this. Uh, let us know how we're doing. The feedback is always welcome. And we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. But Norman, thanks again. And thanks, uh, for, for everybody else, we'll talk to you next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 